Freedom. 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 Rebound. Hello, Brooklyn. This is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 53. How's it going, guys? It's your boy Ina and your boy. Oh, it's Drew over here. Yeah. Padrew. 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 And they have on Facebook at Padrew. I made a Facebook page. Just, is that your. Did you change your government name to Padrew? I did. I legally went and got that changed. Okay. Yeah. How was the process? How does that work, Adam? I never had to do that. Uh, I rolled down to the uh, DMV, right? Okay. And I'm like, uh, they're saying, you want to get a new license? What are you here for? I was like, no, let me just change my name. Yep. They're like, uh, that's not something we do here at the okay. DMV. Okay. I was like, shut up and change my name to Padre. So you yelled at the DMV. Usually DMV yells at other people. I had to slip on a little, you know, a little... Uh, a Mickey? Not quite a Mickey. I had to get no. one of those uh, those Abe links. A, uh, a Cosby? A, a Cosby. No, I didn't slip my roofie. Now <laughs> oh. I needed them to be awake to write my name as Padre. Now on my on my government forms. Right. I was so thinking that you were done, you were doing a five dollar bill. I'm talking about. When you were telling a story, I just assumed because your skill set is of that. That you're talented like Mr. Ripley. Is and of what? My skill set is Like what? talented Mr. Ripley. And you would have slept them a Cosby and then taken their identity. If I was a talented Mr. Ripley, I would have found someone whose real name was Padre, killed him, and took over his life. I think that's what happens in that movie, right? I don't... Now I don't remember. I've only seen it once. For sure. Yeah. Me I, too, but I think that's... He had, I remember glasses, though. Matt Damon. He kills... Um, Matt Damon. He and takes his life over. Oh, if it was a Jude? Why yeah, would he kill Jude? Law, right? Why would he kill Jude? Because that was the real Ripley and he wanted to be him. He's crazy. He's uh, con man. Da- Damon, he's crazy. The that point Matt is Damon. I'm Padre now. Padre. What's going on? We're talking nuts today. We're talking, as you guys know, this is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. As I mentioned before, we talk about basketball, but we also mention uh, killings and movie scenarios every now and then. So that's what we do here on the pod. If you haven't heard us before, uh, we also have another podcast, Drew. Would you shout that out for us, please? Oh, that's called Mr. Is Irrelevant. Yeah. That's posted by me, Padre, and Padre. boy Nam over here. Yeah. Uh, some call me not, but remember, we, we quashed, we're trying to quash that nickname. We're going to quash it? It's unfair. Yeah. What? Let's put it down. What is... Suppress. Quash? Quash? Not Inam, su- Inam, why don't you grab a dictionary sometime? Come you know, I, I don't know... Quash and squash, yeah, basically means it's the same thing. Okay, good. I, I have it's more of a. You know, I think I wasn't sure if it's the Ohio thing that you're doing. It's not an Ohio thing. Okay. Anyways, they have dictionaries over here in New York. You can you can look one up. Right. In Connecticut, where you're from, I think that you could have read that back in the day. Read a dictionary back only in the back in the day. Or a book where you see the word in it. I don't read books. I know it's clear. I it's read okay. I read Kindles. Okay. Well, it's back stuff. in the day, growing up, yeah. I don't think that technology was around, so maybe that's why. I called my books Kindles. I was ahead of the curve, just so you know. Anyways, um... You called your books Kindles. Yes, exactly. So, like, in school, they're like, oh, you have to read... Turn the page. Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. You're like, where's my Kindle of Hawk Finn at? Yep, I would say that. And they're like, give you a little book, and they're like, oh, it's my Kindle. Yeah, here's my Kindle. Oh, Kindle. I miss you so much, Kindle. You know, I think, I feel like we're... Going heading in one direction, now we're very confused. We're all over the place today. Well, you didn't have to say the word quash. We wouldn't have gotten there. <laughs> but it's Q U A S H. 
<laughs> All right. So the reason why we're in such a good mood, I guess, uh, positive. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I would say these, this is positive vibes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I think I'm always in a good mood, frankly. So I don't know. That's you have to point that out. Maybe because you're in the one as well. Well, I mean, that's probably why. That would make us we. Mm, right. Right. Anyways, moving on about the Nets, we have a lot to talk about or little to talk about, depending on how you look at it. And as a Nets fan, that's a little surprising to see that you're in such a good mood because their season is—it's uh, not going well enough. Their season's not going well. You don't say. Uh, spoiler alert: to probably what we're going to talk about. Is it the, is it the fact that uh, that they start off the season where the coach made a power play and then they? Sent sent him off to the Bucks for two second round picks. Is that is that what you're referring that to? That was an ignominious start to the season. Okay. Look that one up, you know. Or uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it's all progressed since then. Now it's March right now. Or is it the fact that they uh, got their franchise player and Dan Williams to sign um, for a multi year contract, and he can't play to even twenty five percent of that? Is is that is that what you're referring to? Uh, that's all part of it. I wasn't really referring to any one. Know a specific point on the map of this net season. I'm just kind of saying that overall it's trending downward. Downward. Okay. Maybe it started low. There's some uh, bumps, you know, on the on the little graph. What? What are going you, up? But now it's steadily. Well, let's play devil's advocate here. Uh, why do you think it's so bleak for the Nets right now? Um, well, I I believe there's several games out of the playoffs at this point. Several okay. teams are in front of them to get in the dead eight seed over them. Right. I I know that uh, yesterday they they got squashed and quashed. They got both. They got both of them. Their, their playoff hopes are beginning to get quashed as the Pelicans squashed um, at Quash, the center. Quashed them. Yeah, they squashed them. Okay. The Big Birds uh, beat them down. Right. Did yeah. you go to the game? Uh, no, I did not. I did not go to the game. No, I watched it though. But what was the last game you went to before that? Uh, what was the last game you went to? Uh, Sunday night, I had the opportunity going. I decided to watch the game as well at home. So when I said what's Friday, the last game? I'm trying. Uh, give me a second. Okay. Give me a second. Hold on. Friday, me and you were watching a lot of NBA together. So you didn't go to that because we were watching that at the bar. And then, and the last game I went to was with you. That's with yours truly, Pod Drew. Pod Drew. And uh, the Nets they played, played terrible in that game. Yeah. And have, and have they won in between that game? Um, no, they've lost four in a row. Yeah. And that game was supposed to be, because last time we potted, right, I think it was, was it the day we went to the game or the day before maybe, we were saying, oh, the Nets, they're about to play the, uh, what was it, the Hornets. They lost right, but, pretty badly. But we didn't know that at that point. We're like, this is this game to solidify the eighth seed of the playoffs for these Nets. Or and it came out and laid that egg, and it's only gone downhill since then. Thus, I'm saying it's looking bleak for them, and the map, or what am I saying, the graph, is trending downward. Grass Duke can As trend. their team is pummeling okay. down, not pummeling, they're uh, so, uh, with plummeting th- downward. Plum- yeah, I from see. From the seed. Just so you guys know, uh, uh, listeners, uh, Drew is making a hand motion of going down yes. uh, as... A projectile of the nets, basically going hitting the ground. Is that what you're saying? Well, they're, my hand hasn't quite touched the ground. So you're, they're not rock bottom. They're not rock bottom. That's what you're saying. Uh, they're not quite rock bottom. Okay. I See. mean, they haven't lost to the Sixers at home by 40 points yet. Uh, you know, uh, Karolinko hasn't come back and done a hostile takeover in Barclays Center. 
well, uh, yeah. feeding everyone uh, in the in the stands, force feeding them some tainted uh, Hooters wings. That hasn't happened yet, right? Uh, Do you think that would be rough? Got injured. That has happened. It happened last night. Game, right? Yeah, there's three players that got mm-hmm. sent out of the game, really, and and also Anthony Davis himself got sent out. But yeah, as Drew has mentioned, as he's playing that side of saying why the Nets are bad, I am looking at the glass uh, just a little bit less than full. I would say not half full, but less but than not full. half empty. Not half empty. Exactly. Exactly. In a real positive peak today. Yeah. Huh? Uh, so the Nets are currently in the 11th seed, 25 and 37. Ahead of them is the Celtics, Heat, Hornets, and Pacers Quite at, a few teams. at the 7th seed. Um, now, what can they do to make up ground? Obviously, it would start tonight. Uh, they're playing Miami, uh, in Miami. That's one of the teams standing in their way. On the back-to-back, and Hassan Whiteside is suspended for this game. Uh, oh, that's right. He, what, did he like, punch Kelly Olenek in the back? I mean, who would, who, he elbowed him right in the spine back area. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to? His, he just, he's Kelly Olenek. He deserves it. I don't think it's nice to hit girls, so. No. <laughs> I don't All right. So, I, well, I mean, that's, that's a good point, Drew. Uh, if they're tall, you know, big... I mean, we should we should respect all human beings in general, right? That's true. Right. So come on, insanity! And I was advocating for you as the most improved player too. This is how you do. And then and then on top of that, I guess Dwayne Wade threw him under the bus in the media, saying if he acts like that, he's not going to be anything. Some somewhere around those lines. So tough love from the team. Yeah, yeah. Uncle uh, Uncle Wade, Uncle Uncle Dwayne was not happy with uh, his nephew's performance there in Hassan. So. So, with them being potentially being the Heat tonight, uh, they also have on schedule. I would say that's a big F, even with no sanity, just the way they've been playing. But they're not at home, right? You said they're in Miami. So they have. They're, better on, they're on the road for the next four games because the Atlantic 10 and March Madness is going on in Barclays Center. Okay. Um, Are we going to go to 10 of those games, you know? Uh, Should we check out the A10? The A10? Who's in the A10? My, my alma mater, Fordham, but they're never in the tournament because they're always one of the worst teams lately. Not everyone doesn't make the tournament? No, like the bottom, I think the bottom, there's like, thir- even though it's called the A10, I think there's 13 teams in the... Yeah, it's like Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, but Pac-10. I think only the top 10 make the tournament. That's so. stupid. Why or would maybe they- the top eight only, something like that. I think they should have everyone qualify. It's Why not? an odd number for one thing, so that wouldn't work. Well, all right. well uh, maybe. Maybe we'll go check out uh, all the teams that are not Fordham. Uh, maybe we could see like a Providence v. UMass game or something. That's like the type I thought of Providence, Did Providence move from Big Ten to a Big East to a No, it's just UMass. Oh. Uh, yeah. UMass is Oh, there. yeah, Providence is in the Big East. Xavier. They used to be in that. Who am I thinking of? Oh, maybe like a Richmond versus UMass. There you go. Something like that. Yeah. Or BCU is in the A-10. Temple. Temple is in the A-10. Uh, The Commonwealth. Uh, So after Miami, they play Philadelphia three days later at Philly. Uh, As you mentioned, they could could get rock bottom there. Uh, Uh, I was just making that up. I didn't know they were playing in a couple days. Then they're playing uh, their former teammate, uh, KG. Minnesota. Oh, that's good. Uh, Schedule worked out, so that matchup will happen. And then they're going to, you know, they have this really easy matchup against uh, Cleveland, I think, March 18th. Yeah. So all positive signs uh, moving forward for the Nets. And if I could just interject for a second. By all means, go ahead. The Cavaliers, um, maybe you've heard of them. They played a team yesterday that was uh, similar in sound. 
Cavs Mavs was the matchup at Dallas. Cavs at what? The Wait, Cavaliers. did you say Cavs Cavs? No, I said. Well, let me say their full title. Okay, so it's easier to right. understand. Because I don't know why the Cavs the Cavaliers play yeah. played in Dallas at the Mavaliers. At the Mavaliers. Okay, Mavaliers. Oh, yeah, the Mavaliers. They, they beat them. They beat the brakes off of them. Why would they have brakes on them? Wouldn't they want to just keep on going? Well, you know, Derek. You know, he likes. He's a cautious man. He likes to press down on the brakes. He doesn't want to be going free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they beat it off of him. They beat him by like thirty-five points or something. It was a crazy blowout. So, so therefore, I don't think my Cavs are going to have too much problem with your little Nazi now. But you know, pride come if before the fall, I could be watching my Cavaliers lose. To those nuts, but you could also you away. could also make the case that you know but I don't think I these Cavs like taking days off or rest when needed towards uh, the playoffs, right? That's uh, no, not really true. They're taking some rest off during the begin toward the beginning of the season, and on back to backs they too they do. Like I, I haven't seen Kyrie out for games, seen Kevin Love out for games. I've seen uh, Kevin Love really hasn't been out for any games. Maybe Kyrie was out. Kyrie got hurt, so he was out a couple games. LeBron did sit out on one game that Kyrie was hurt. That was maybe a week ago, so that did happen. Here. Yeah, they lost to the Pacers. In that one, but. The only reason why I'm optimistic is because it's well, not. It's not. It's not. They didn't beat the the Nets single handedly the way they beat the Mavs last time they played. They beat them because Prince William and Kate. Oh, you're talking about the last. The yeah, the last time they the played them. Cavs at Barclay. And I believe we had a couple players that were out uh, at the time too. So I mean, KG didn't play at all now, um, or maybe he did. I can't no, remember which play. one. No, uh, but do you have the Cavs schedule? Because maybe are they are they on a back to back and the, the second game of a back to back when they play the next? I'll be able to tell you right now. It's possible LeBron could sit. I don't think it's likely, but. Let's just see if that's even a possibility. So they got no at San Antonio, at Orlando, at Miami. Then they come back home two days later to play the Nets. So they're not so on they a back-to-back. Back. So hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Knock on wood, barring injury. Um, yeah, and that's a home one, so I don't know. But what I was trying to say before, have the Nets been playing better on the road recently than they have at home? Well, I know they've been terrible at home. Yeah. They have been playing better at, uh, on the road right, before. They're on that long road trip, the circus. Yeah, trip. they won. They, they went five hundred on that one, I think. Yeah, so that was that was pretty good. They went over at their homestand. They they wanted to show their true colors just for a little bit um, before they get excited to go back on the, the the road. Was the game we went to last week the first game of that homestand, or was there one before that? Um, maybe they didn't go over at home. I can't remember now. I'm not entirely sure. That Monday that was a Wednesday, right? Did they play that Monday? They played all right, so they played Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and then last night. So they've been playing so every two days. Today is going to be their first back to back in a while, um, and it's travel with travel to Miami. I guess it's not like the worst place to go travel and in a while. No, although it is nicer out in New York today. Yeah, yeah. Shout outs to New York being nice. Um, I believe we shouted that out yesterday on our newest Mister's Irrelevant podcast. Did we? Yeah, you did at the very beginning. You're like, oh, the weather, it's great, all this. You have no memory now. can't remember a day ago. We were talking about on the last Mr. Zerelevant podcast how you couldn't remember the one previous to that. Fine, that was like 10 days earlier. But now you can't even remember the one from less than 24 hours ago recorded. I'm getting a blank stare, and now you can't even talk, apparently. Come on, now, get this memory together. I'm buffering, sorry. It's buffering. Yeah. Uh, 
spinning wheel on his face. So as as you were saying about the back to back, which is great, uh, breaking news: LeBron wants to okay. rest again before playoffs. Is that really breaking? News? Yes, it is. As you pinpointed a couple of Nets matches, is is worthy ones to rest on? I would think they so. Play them twice they play them this month. Uh, right. They play. Crystal, they travel. They travel too. Right. There did the. He already showed up for Jay Z and Prince. Well, why is he gonna? It might could be the case. Yeah. So, uh, is LeBron now with him dominating uh, your still favorite? Actually, did you? Who did you pick for MVP last time we talked about this? I think I said Steph Curry, and that was like probably a month ago since we've. Yeah, so now I there, I think it's a four-horse race. James Harden, LeBron, uh, Steph Curry, and Westbrook, right? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Um, I mean, if it, I think if we're going to say it, predict again, like what, well, who is going to get it is one prediction. Like, who do you think they're going to give it to? And then who deserves it, really? Do you want me to go first? Well, let, yeah, but... Is it like what is the actual criteria here? Let's just talk about who deserves it. Okay. Who based on our base, what Obviously. we're defining MVP. What I'm, what I'm defining from is it most valuable valuable to that team? Meaning, if we took that player off the team, which team would go the most downhill without that? That's how I want to say what the definition okay. so you should be in theory. So if those four players, based on that criteria, who do you think gets it? Or you could even rank them one to four. If you remove one of those players from the team, okay, and uh, without that member on their team actively playing for a long period of time or for the whole season, what are you talking about here? Uh, for the whole season. Okay. Um, it's a season award, right? Right. Yeah, do it one to four. Let's say, let's start. Who's, okay. Who is the least, uh, which team would have the best, be in the best shape that they took? In terms of that order, LeBron's number one by, all, by no doubt in my mind. At the bottom or at the top? As number one, as is, if you take him away, uh, they have the worst record. Okay, so that so by that standard, you're saying LeBron should be the MVP based on the standards. Right, outside. right. Uh, number two, I would say is Westbrook uh, because, and I'll make the case for this. Uh, Durant it is an elite player by far. He was MVP last year, but without that one-two punch of Westbrook drawing the same attention and penetration and facilitating the ball to Durant for those open looks. Um, who's going to do that for them? DJ Augustine? No. no. Exactly. So, um, and, and the triple-double machine that's happening right now, if we're also taking into consideration that Durant's out for a little bit of the period, like realistically it's happening right now, and you take away Westbrook, you, we already saw what happened when they're both out. They're they're not even in playoff contention. They're not a team at all. They're they're even like they're like, they're like in between the Sonics and Thunder. They're not even established as a team yet. That's how bad they were without those two. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're talking about the Thunder, right? Yeah. Because you said in between. Oh, okay, in between the Sonics yeah. and Thunder. I got you. Yeah. Now, so I guess in this scenario, we're still saying that Durant's missing all this time, not playing. Both. So I would say both. Either way. Either way, it doesn't matter. And then, okay, so then Harden and Curry, which order is that? Uh, I would say it's Harden, then Curry. Because Harden is a facilitator, the same way Steph is too. But the are such a deep team. Uh, it's not even funny. Like, they just, they have so much talent on their team. See, I, I think I agree with that, which means I'm probably putting Curry at the bottom of the list as well. But it's still hard to say. I mean, who knows? They, they probably have won a lot of games this year just on offense alone, mm-hmm. which is a lot of, of Curry just 
you know, making these shots left and right, this quick release and all that. I'm inclined to agree with you about LeBron taking him away is the most important, and I do think overall for the Cavs, he definitely is. He's more important to that franchise than any other player is to one franchise, but I'd still, I think there could be a case made that, let's say you just took LeBron away. Uh, let's say LeBron gets hurt at the beginning of the season, can't play the season, right. he's still on the team, whatever, and they right. have to just play with what they have. Like, what the games LeBron hasn't played this year haven't gone well for the most part. Right. But if you knew there was going to be a whole season like that, you might start tailoring offense differently. You might be doing more Kyrie and Kevin Love pick and rolls. You still have two of the best players in Kyrie and Love. Uh, so even though if it hasn't been going that way without LeBron, there could be a case made that they would fix that throughout the season and actually maybe be like a seventh playoff seed or something like that. The Rockets, I think, would be toast without Harden. That's why I'm starting. I kind of think Harden is maybe the MVP, or at least on the level of LeBron. I don't know. And then Westbrook. I mean, it's hard to say without Durant. With I mean, what he's doing is crazy. Like right now, if you had to pick it today, you might say, "Wow, it's Westbrook, triple double machine, putting the team on his back." They're still barely holding on to the eight seed, right? Or or maybe they moved up a little bit now, seven. But it's still like. I still can't give it to him. It's like if you took him away, maybe they'd be bad, yeah, especially with no Durant, but would I, they be worse than the Rockets with no Harden? I, I, I think... I might be, those teams might be similar. But also you're talking about, like, okay, the talent on the Thunder. I mean, talent on the Thunder has changed since the trade deadline, obviously. Those are things that have have also... I don't know if they take that in consideration, you know, simulating... Uh, you know, uh, situations in terms of like replacing players and having them coming into a new system immediately, right? Yeah. Rockets themselves, I mean, they they have talent all around. They have Josh Smith, they have Trevor Reza, they have that European dude, that rookie, I forgot his name, uh, Dwight Howard, in and out of the season right now, uh, Patrick Beverly. Uh, I can't say, say the same. These pieces with no heart, and I don't think that's not going to work. He's there. Well, I mean, like, Josh Smith has been an all-star, right? But also, can you say that Josh Smith would be on the team? Because also, like, with the Cavs thing, are, is this scenario, are they still getting Mozgov and Jared Smith and Schumbert? Like, because if, if you didn't have LeBron at the beginning of the season, you might not be making these moves to bring them in to really contend. And similarly, if you don't have Harden at the beginning of the season, you're probably not training for Josh. Maybe you're training for Josh Smith. Maybe, because I guess he came because he's, like, friends with Dwight or whatever. But They're you like, might not make that move, and you might and you might not play as well. They're BFFs, all right? Don't you just downplay their friendship. But are we, so for this criteria, are we saying that you're just taking that player away and all the other moves they made, even though those players might have been instrumental in making those moves? Well, another thing I'm saying is also in consideration of James Harden is, okay, you take away his offensive skill set. What value of defense does does James Harden add to the Rockets? Who's been playing okay defense? No, I'm not saying he's not, but I'm saying, like, Westbrook is a two-way player. Uh, LeBron's a two-way player. Curry makes steals happen. I don't know if he's a great defender, but uh, they probably put him. He's a bit hard on him, probably on the same level. Yeah, I would say so. Um, but that's why that's why they're at the bottom, right? That's why in in our I think they're that's in, fine. You're right. You're putting right. I think they're. I you you made me to convince me to maybe switch them as in like three A and three B. Okay. Um, but they're not because I, I know the way the Rockets are designed and they've been the same kind of set where 
they have big men that can facilitate from from the paint really well, like Scola and that European guy. Right now they have they had Omar Ashik. They always have like a European. We big should group. look up this guy I'm talking about because I'm blanking out on that too. Yeah, well, I mean, you could do that. I don't know if I could do that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I really think the MVP is is close, uh, depending on how if all right, if the Thunder don't make the playoffs. It looks like they should be making it, but if they don't make the playoffs, would you award Westbrook and and LeBron like sits out for the last two weeks of the season? Would Which what? It's not gonna no, I'm just okay. let's just say, let's just say. Okay, theoretically. Yeah, does Westbrook get get it? I don't think so. Thunder have to make his uh, even if he's like triple doubling the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I think his MVP candidacy is contingent completely on they have to make the playoffs. Okay. They do, let's say Durant misses the rest of the year, so I think he's supposed to be back, right? but let's say he's not. And then they, he, Russell still leads him in the playoffs, maybe seven, even seven, six seed. Right. Then I think we're making a case, especially if maybe the Rockets start going and the Warriors will start to lose a couple more games at the end of the year. LeBron stays like what, the, what he's been doing mm-hmm. because he still has that, that two weeks he took off earlier. That, that's what people are removing him, even though, you know, as, we, as you said, you probably would be the MVP, but... Yeah, I, I do think it's playoff contingent for Westbrook. But that's yeah. why. But the, but now we're talking about again, like at the beginning of this conversation, we we're saying we wanted to say what it should be, now not what we think it will. Right, be. right. Now we're getting back to the what we think it will be conversation. The conversation. And I know yeah. what the reason I'm saying that it's contingent on us because it's just how it goes. Well, I mean, I think uh, I'll be happy uh, because I have such because we have such a say in this voting, right? Uh, part of the media and whatnot. Um, You're really salty about that. We don't really have that credential, media credentials to well, get a vote. Huh? Well, the problem is we couldn't be d- discussing it like this then, if that was the case, right? We couldn't? Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Bill Simmons got in trouble for that when you did. So. Did he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He had a, a vote. Our colleague, Bill Simmons. <laughs> Our colleague. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, is hired us yet now? No, I mean... Uh, it's I, our audition pod. No, I mean, sure we'll put us right I have, I have uh, video, uh, not video evidence, I have photo evidence that we have met. You have blackmail? <laughs> yeah, a picture with a... Watch out, Grandma. With me. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on to the, to the updates around the NBA, injuries-wise, uh, Jimmy Butler's ahead of schedule. Uh, Todd Gibson's getting closer. Looks like the, the Bulls are back in run and form soon. Uh, Kemba Walker returning this Wednesday. Uh, Paul George himself, not really, uh, not looking like himself. Uh, he's still a ways away, won't make March 14th return target. It could be a situation like uh, I think Danny Granger had like two years ago when he was injured for a season and came back towards the end uh, for the last couple games, towards their run against Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, but he wasn't really effective. Uh, and Are you talking about Montezunas to get back to that racket? Yeah, there is. Okay, he's not a rookie, is he? I thought he was a rookie or a sophomore. He's one of the other. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he was in a rookie sophomore game. That's why. I, okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking in my head when I was yeah. playing. And uh, Chris Paul has a bruised knee. Is listed day to day, and that's all I got for injuries. The only one that's impactful here, right here, uh, is the Pacers. I think. Uh, apparently, Ronnie Stuckey's been going off for the Pacers, though. Uh, doing pretty well for that team. I still. That's why another reason why I think the teams that they're playing. Uh, also, Wade and for tonight's game, Wade and Dragic are questionable. Uh, so that could also play a huge factor in the Maybe next. Maybe the Nets will get this one, right? I mean, they, they had to. I mean, hope they do. 
I'm not sure. That, the head-to-head, like we discussed in our previous pod, they have um, a couple uh, that are still in line for them to win. Uh, the Hornets are the, the only one that's off the table right now because they got beat so badly. But head-to-head against the Heat, Pacers, and uh, Celtics, they still have opportunities to win those. To get those head Exactly, exactly. So the, the playoffs is actually right now for them. It's as cliche as that sounds. They have to win tonight against Miami, not due to the fact that the game's behind, but on a head-to-head. So if they lose tonight, are you going to write off the, the playoffs? No, because then if the Heat weren't one of the – five teams in the two in their way, uh, it wouldn't really matter if they were below them, you know, if the Nets kept on winning other games. Okay, so you're not, I'm just seeing when you're going to be ready to write it off. Are you? It seems like not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. There's still a lot of optimistic now. Optimistic. And you know what else? You, you know who else is optimistic? Mikhail Prokhorov. And what's the source of his optimism? He ended the agreement to work with the bank on exploring the sell of the Nets. Apparently, he loved what he saw the last four games of them losing. So he's not going to sell. He's not selling. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is he trying to do like a producer's? Have you seen that movie, The Producers? No. Yeah. To play as well, maybe originally. Uh, where the, the Isn't that, that Rob Williams and Nathan Lane? No. It was a. Mel Brooks, I believe. Um, the idea is. If you watch Curb, there was like a whole season arc about where he was in the play, uh, Larry okay. David. Yeah. But the thing is, uh, the guy making mo- or he figures out he can make more money if he has a play on Broadway, I think, that is not successful. So he purposely tries to tank it. He writes, it's like about, uh, he, it's like about Hitler and stuff. Uh, he puts bad actors in and all that. And then, but it ends up, like the, what happens in the story, it ends up being a success and screws him over. But it's just like what Prograv's trying to do. Like, he just thinks he can make more money somehow if he has a bad Nets product on the floor. Right, right, right. And he keeps Billy King on all of this. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he's trying, to, he's trying to throw... I mean, Billy King needs to go, obviously. The Nets fans have recently even, like, Brooklyn Game, all the Nets Twitters that people should be following. Um, and I can't remember life of me, like, all of them. <laughs> Cops are coming. They're, they're driving down to Prograv to take them away for a scheme, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Bi- Billy King has took a lot of gambles, and obviously they haven't paid off. Uh, the only hope is, the, I guess the salt in the wound would be if the Nets don't make the playoffs and the number one team in the East, potentially the NBA, the Hawks, have a lottery pick because of that, too, in addition to that, because they're swapping picks. So the Nets would be uh, forced with a 30th pick or 29th pick in the draft. Um, so nothing to build on oh there. Boy. Yeah. Um, now we we kind of alluded to it before with the injuries, but you didn't mention it when you were talking about injuries around the league. But what what did happen with the Nets yesterday? So Allen Anderson, uh, tailbone injury, day to day. Your boy Sergey Karasev. My boy Sergey. Uh, he's out with a sprained yeah, knee. Yeah, surprised he actually got in the game. Yeah, sprained sprained knee, and then there was one other that I'm drawing a blank on right now that left the game. With her, so it wasn't. It wasn't Joe. It wasn't. Is it, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who's only been playing a little bit recently. Oh, Brown, Markel Brown. Brown. There it is. Yeah. So they're they're, I guess depth or what depth they have. They might be short man rosters as well tonight, uh, especially on the back to back. You well, know, so the Heat apparently. Yeah. So we'll see how that. Who, in terms of coaching, uh, I'm a fan of Coach Spo. I think he's a great 
coach. I think he'll figure out a scheme that works for his team. I think Collins is still in the adjustment period of just having new pieces, playing with them, and that's all this is. This is really just an experiment, and if they make the playoffs, it could be because the experiment for one lineup is solidified. No, so. I'm thinking about it. The lineup for the Heat tonight could be ugly. Yeah. Start, I mean, because the sanity's out, it's suspended. Yeah. Yeah. It's a no way to no Josh. They got Beasley coming in. Oh, they got him back. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about that. Yep. What's going to be Chalmer is Beasley. Mm-hmm. No uh, Norris Cole anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Who else is even playing? I can't even name another All player. All right, Nets, get it together. I'm yeah. this one. Oh, come on. You don't even you know the you, you know the Heat aren't even going to be there fans-wise. It's a Wednesday night. Uh, why would they show up? They're not going to have a whiteout for the Nets. No, they're not. Fill up the stadium. Yeah. American Airlines or whatever. That would be funny if they had a whiteout and the Nets chose one of their white jerseys. So that would be and great. And things like that have happened before. Yeah. I've noticed. It's yeah. Uh, I want to get on this one last thing. This actually involves uh, a big move that could potentially take uh, place. Uh, NCAA, NBA, and NABC. I didn't even know if they were an organization. What is it? NABC? Yeah. Um... National Association of Basketball. I don't know. Uh, anyways, they're, they're, they have a proposal now to... The problem that's going on right now is that there is plenty of people that are declaring for the NBA um, early, after leaving one year of college, and not getting drafted. And that's why the NBA made their rule change. But that only helps the NBA. Uh, it doesn't help anyone in the college because they can't go back to college. So some of the rules that now are being proposed and reviewed by all these committees is, say, for example, who, who is it? Okafor, right? Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, Jaleel Okafor. Uh, he's uh, the number one pick yeah. right now. Yeah. If he declares for the NBA, obviously it looks like he's a sure thing, but for say, some reason, say, he doesn't get picked in the first two rounds. Uh, they're looking at the option of either putting them into a D-League or having them return for a freshman year. That, that way the player has the option of earning some money. You mean a sophomore year? Yeah, sophomore, as a sophomore year. Or going into the D-League as, as an agreement for the whole year, basically. So that way the team that drafted, uh, that can, uh, they'll have an NBA D-League draft in which that player could draft, be drafted by the associate. So is a bad example. He just couldn't even get drafted. But let's say just some random guy who's maybe one of these Providence players or something like that. Do mm-hmm. they have a star? I don't know. Providence Play, uh, player. Just because I mentioned that school before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Providence player number one, star of the team. Probably not going to go on a two round draft. We've maybe heard of him by now. But there's a third round of the draft that's yep. purely for D League, and you might get drafted. That's what we're saying. But yep. if he doesn't get there, or even if he does, he could still choose to go back to Providence. Yeah. And how are the colleges arguing to this? Because, like, don't they need to know if you're going to be coming back or not? Yeah. This well, that, that's the thing. If they don't get picked, then the then there's just another stipulation where the player has a scenario where they can either come back uh, for their sophomore year or apply to maybe get into the D League or go to Europe. If they well, want. one do one do players. So the draft is in um, what? It's in uh, June, right? Mm-hmm. When do they're pushing players, the draft back to make the schedule? Back more. But even if it's going another way, like yeah. when, when do players normally? Let their college coach know if they're declaring or not. When are they to do that? I think they're going to be back. Well, the thing is, the deadlines don't don't match at the moment, right? So that's, that's, why, that's right. why I'm saying this is a little confusing. Right. How it's going to work. So they're going to push it so the deadlines match and everything, um, where they can make a decision succinctly at the same time and understand whether they want to pursue, uh, pursue a professional career uh, or 
I guess, minor league career at the time. And well, if they get these things lined up, I don't think that's a bad idea. Really. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think Andrew Bynum could have been a Husky then. Uh, it all comes back to yeah. Huskies. Yeah. You don't want Bynum. Uh, as a defender in our in our scheme of things, yeah, I think as a big tall tree, he would have worked out pretty well. What if, what if Bynum, can he still use his eligibility? What if he can he declare it? Can he go play for UConn now? No. Would you want him now? No. Uh, is he anywhere now? I don't think so. Uh, free agent, right? Poor Andrew Bynum. I should know this, but he's got he's got an NBA championship though. That's for sure. Oh, that's right. Those Lakers mm-hmm. uh, and just like the Lakers currently. Yep. Yep. Both uh, down in the dwellers. Love music, making my hand motion again. It's going even further. That's than pretty the far. Season. It's very don't, close. Don't hurt yourself. Now. All right, uh, I don't have anything else, Drew. You? No, we've been we've been going for a while. Going for a little while now. Been on and off. Uh, I think the next podcast. Studio. No, no promises, but some prom some projections. We may have a special guest. Who knows? No promise, but projection. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll do it for this pod. Uh, follow us on Brooklyn Rebound. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, like me. I'm a pod rate, Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. Do the whole shebang. Tweet at us. Give us some love. Show us some love. Or some, some hate. We're, we, we'll appreciate it either way. Just some, some words. Yeah, just, just let us know you care, guys. Let us know you're, you're listening. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining. That'll do it for this podcast. Uh, good day, Brooklyn. Good day, Manhattan. Let's go next. Rebound. 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 Rebound.